0: I think we have to get a little bit comfortable with this like kind of in between Frankenstein <laughs> approach. It's still better than what we had, even though it's not maybe the end goal or the perfect end state. It's getting us closer and it's an improvement. So that's that's worth the trade-offs. Welcome to Design Life,
1: a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie, and today I actually want to pick Fem's brain about a project that recently shipped at Simple. They recently shipped a new design system, redesigned, rebuilt, and this is something that I'm currently working on for the ConvertKit marketing site. Myself, David, and Corey are working on redesigning and rebuilding the system for our marketing website. We are nowhere close to shipping though, but I just want to hear from <laughs> them about that process of shipping it and yeah, how, how it went to work on the design system. Maybe we can all pick up some tips along the way. First though, fam, how have you been doing lately? How's life? Life is
0: good. Uh, on the personal side, my parents are coming to visit me here in Canada and Woo-hoo! I haven't seen them in four years because of the pandemic. So I'm very excited. It's like the longest time I've never seen them, which is very weird. So that has been very exciting. I've been trying to like slow down my side projects a little because I really want to spend time with them while they're here because we obviously don't get to see each other very often. Uh so yeah, I think for me my my number one priority over the next month or so is going to be family. Uh and I'm just really excited about that and being able to spend more time with them. So, yeah, not much to update on the side project side cuz got a lot of family stuff going on. And how long are they going to be there for? Six weeks. Yay. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's, some people, when I tell them my parents are coming for six weeks, they're like, oh my God, I would die if my parents came for that long <laughs> at such a long time. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I haven't seen them in like four years. So I guess it's like one week for every year. I haven't seen them plus a bonus two. Uh, yeah,
1: bonus two years. Bonus two, yeah.
0: So I don't know, I because I haven't seen them for so long, I'm just so excited and I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, I think it's different when you don't live in the same country as your family, right? You're way more excited (laughs) to see them than perhaps if they live down the street from you.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, So yeah, that's me. Uh, What about you? How are you going?
1: I am still feeling like I'm pretty focused on side hustles. I have thought like, what kind of break do I want to take? over the summer. Um, I did that last summer. I took a break from uploading, but I took it so that I could spend time working on my season two of inside marketing design. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I was still creating and I didn't really take a proper break last summer. Um, And I don't know, right now I'm not feeling like I need one, so I'm just going to keep going. But I am definitely focused on writing my book. And so that is like my main priority every week is that. Um, I think I've talked about my accountability calls on the podcast before that I've joined this writer's community and I join them every Tuesday still are just a super valuable thing like honestly it's one of the highlights of my week is that call on a Tuesday morning to just sit quietly with a couple strangers who are becoming like less and less strangers with every call, of course. I'm but sure. <laughs> yeah, still, it's just nice to sit and write quietly with them for half an hour. Um, I'm loving it. So yeah, wow. all trucking along, but I am sort of facing the fact that I don't know if this book is going to get launched this year. I really wanted it to. <laughs> and now I'm like, I think it needs, going to need more time than that. Um, it just, it is a long project, you know? So we'll see. I'm like coming to terms with that. <laughs> there's also like, I mean, writing
0: the book obviously is like 99% of the effort, but then I'm guessing that there's also a bit of like, can I use the word like post-production, like actually packaging the book oh, up yeah. and promoting the book yep, and selling yep. and landing page, like that in itself is probably a few months of work <laughs> if I think about exactly. it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want to like get to the end of writing my book and just like ah get it, it out it there it is. I yeah. <laughs> I want it to be out and I'm sick of it and I said it would I would do it this year or whatever I'd rather do it well than yeah do it sooner um and not so well so yeah but strutting along feeling good about it
0: good yeah glad that you have found these accountability sessions that sounds yeah very
1: productive. Well, let's get into talking about design systems though, because this is definitely the hot topic of my work life at the moment, is (laughs) the design system. I feel like it's part of every single conversation that I have with David, who is our senior marketing designer, and Corey, our senior front-end developer. We are, I actually did upload a video the other day of an update of where we're at in our design system, because I'm gonna like chronicle the process. And essentially, (laughs) Femme, if I can put it in terms of like components that have been created and are in a library in Figma, we have type styles, we have spacing and we have buttons. Okay, that's pretty much it.
0: It's a start.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but just to give you an idea of how far we are from shipping. Okay. You know, um, but you've shipped. Tell us what your involvement was in this design system, I guess, to sort of set the scene. And was it a complete start from scratch as well?
0: Okay, so we recently redesigned Simple essentially with a new design system and this project was actually not born out of let's create a new design system but this project was actually born out of let's unify all of our apps so mm. for context Simple had has had three different apps so we have three different products and each product had its own app and we decided that we wanted to bring them all together into one app so it started with that being like, what would it look like if all of these products were in one app together unified? So that was that was kind of the the starting point. And eventually that led to okay, well we need a more unified design system because all of our products had their own kind of brand and each had their own like color system and and sort of unique styles so their own design right their own design language so then we were like okay well we want to bring all these apps together into one product we need a more like unified design system and and how, how do we sort of bring all the products together in a visual way so that ended up being we need to redesign our design system and this project started uh like before I joined well Simple. So I joined well Simple July 2021. I believe the project of unifying all the products together started at the beginning of 2021. Uh, okay. But it, it, it started with a lot of like the tech backend, all of that kind of stuff. So it wasn't really until I would say like fall last year, 2021, that we started the like, okay, we need to redo the design system now. Uh, so it took, I guess now we're in summer. So yeah, it's been probably like a eight to 10 month project of like completely redoing the design system and actually sort of shipping it. Uh, and there's a whole process behind how we approach that and the different milestones, which I'm happy to go into. Um, but essentially my role was, I wasn't leading it. We had another designer who was totally dedicated to design systems, uh, kind of leading the effort on the design side. But as a member of our sort of platform design team, I was there to sort of help out. I took on a few of the components to to design, did a lot of the QA testing with the engineers, a lot of like internal advocacy, helping other designers on other teams use the design system, helping in workshops actually evolve and create and brainstorm what the new design system is gonna be. So yeah, that's a little look into sort of what my role on the team
1: was. And how many other people were on the team working on it? Because I actually think that timeline of 8 to 10 months feels pretty fast for (laughs) a total, like, redo.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, there was this one lead designer, Eric. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eric was leading this, and he was basically the only designer that was, like, full-time staffed to the team. So I was there to help out, quote-unquote, part-time. There was also uh, one other designer there to help part-time so like two designers if we combine you two I guess so that would be two designers (laughs) and then we did do a lot of workshops with other designers from other teams so we did like a a sort of design sprint so other designers like came in and helped out at certain different points of the project but uh really it was just I guess the the two the two designers uh in total that were working on this effort
1: and what about on the dev side was there like a a dev team dedicated to the design system as well? There was not until
0: January of this year. Okay. So there was no sort of platform engineering team. And then in January we were like, we need a team for this. And like, it's, it's time. It, it is time. So we formed an engineering team, uh, I don't know how many of them there are. I want to say like six of them maybe or so uh, that are like full-time dedicated to platform and and design systems.
1: I was feeling real hopeful that me and my team could replicate the the like same time horizon that you got yours shipped in until you just said that then because we do not have six (laughs) engineers on the marketing side. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) We have thought about bringing in, like recently I've started to see, I think we're going to need to hire like some freelance help. To yeah. help us meet meet our deadlines with our system, just yeah. because it is so much for one yeah. one quarry for one front end engineer yeah. to be working on. Uh, that's just yeah, it's a lot. It's so much work, yeah. And and
0: uh, spoiler alert: the new design system technically is not
1: actually built on the engineering side; it's just in Figma. What? Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's like. Um, The code reflects it like visually, but it's not set up as a system yet. Correct. Yes. So so
0: what we did is we kind of have broken it into two phases. The first phase being basically what we've called like visual refresh, which Mm -hmm. is uh, updating our old old components to look like the new design system so Mm -hmm. like kind of visually tweaking them on the code side to look like the new direction that's where we're at now and then phase two is actually building the the new components and any like additional new components we might have added to the system and and building that whole brand new design system out that is still happening now but if you open the Well Simple app now, it will look like the new thing, but behind the scenes, it's technically not, if that makes sense. So it's like the coat of paint that we don't ever want design to be,
1: but sometimes it has to be sometimes. <laughs> right, well, it
0: was like, this is the fastest way for us to get it out. Like, let's like visually update the components so it so it looks like the new design and then f- like fix it behind the scenes, which I feel like is not an uncommon approach. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that we'd be surprised to find, well, maybe we wouldn't be surprised to find that that's the way most tech companies would do things, right? especially when they're a company on the smaller side, like, um, you know, I know Wealthsimple is bigger than ConvertKit, but that we both are. We're definitely taking that approach too. Like we're already planning on what parts of our site will be updated versus which parts won't. Mm. And like which parts we won't even think about putting into the design system yet. Like um, we're going to be designing the homepage for our resources section, so like all of our different blogs and publications and podcasts and things that we produce at ConvertKit, yeah. that will get a design that will be using design system components. But if you click onto an individual article from a blog, that's just gonna be pulling in the old design. And it's like, we're gonna tackle that later because right. we have to draw the line somewhere. And yes. that's just where we decided to draw the line for, for yes. this one. I mean, we also
0: have drawn many lines like that. For example, yeah. uh, we also have an entire desktop experience that is is not in the in the new style at mm. all. So so mm-hmm. if you logged into Wellsimple on the web, you are still going to get the old design system and the the old kind of look and feel. So that's one line that we've drawn. Kind of following on from that, sort of related is also like web views. Like sometimes in the app we link out to a web view or something, and that's in the old design. So it's definitely not like holistically updated everywhere end to end but yeah we definitely prioritized obviously like the top level flows core features like tried to capture as much of the actual app
1: experience as much as possible that actually honestly like makes me breathe a sigh of relief to hear that (laughs) (laughs) because i'm like okay this is just what all companies have to do like we have to have things be not ideal for a time while we can work on fixing it and i still think it's more ideal to like ship the better design which obviously like you've created the new design system because you believe it to be better ux better ui mm-hmm. to ship it even if it's only for a portion of the experience so that it can start having the benefits for the people who use you know mostly yeah. the mobile app yeah.
0: yeah yeah and like i'll admit it's sometimes challenging like we're in a spot now where as a as a platform design team we've designed some net new components that we didn't have before. And our design team is designing with these new components now. And then they hand it off to their engineers and their engineers are like, what is this? This doesn't know. exist. Yeah, yeah, what is this? And so there's a bit of tension there. It's like, well, now what do we do? Like, should that engineer build it? Should they wait until the platform engineering team has built it? What should they be using in the meantime? So it, it's tricky, it's hard. It's definitely not a clean like, From now on, everything is in the new design system and and perfectly easy, ready to build. Uh, So there's definitely those moments of tension that we're still working through. And um, I think we have to get a little bit comfortable with this like kind of in between Frankenstein approach. Um, It's it's just what it is. And I think, like you said earlier, like it's still better than what we had, even though it's not Mm -hmm. maybe the end goal or the perfect end state. It's getting us closer and it's an improvement. So
1: that's that's worth the trade offs. Yep. I love that we're talking about this too, because I feel like sometimes I see, I don't know, just like maybe it's newer UX designers or or people who are more junior in their roles feeling like if, if they can't do it perfectly, then they shouldn't do it at all. Or like that they're not doing it right. And I don't know. I just hope it helps them to hear that. Nope. You know, we've (laughs) got to make compromises at times and just, you know, be able to be comfortable with the fact that there's a less than ideal experience out there because we know it's part of a larger plan to reach it eventually.
0: Yeah, yeah. So with your design system project that you're working on, are you also like, are you redesigning things in that process or are you turning like the existing
1: design language into a design system? Ooh, it's a little bit of both, Mm. honestly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. Yeah, we didn't really, we had sort of like a style guide before, I would say, because it wasn't in the code. There was never like a design system reflected in Figma and the code. The new site is being built in React, so it allows us to actually use components in the code. Um, And we are like, I guess doing a bit of a brand refresh or like a readjustment figuring out how we wanna use our colors and things like that. So yeah, there's there's some newness going on, which is definitely making it take longer. Yeah, Because we're like figuring this stuff out <laughs> as well as like building and designing the components. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, well, this was your first time being involved in something like this, right? Mm-hmm, like I feel mm-hmm. like at Uber, you were using the design system, mm-hmm. like you were a user of it, you weren't the one creating it. Yep. Um, what surprised you? most about this experience of working on a design system and like shipping a new design system too
0: making decisions around how component like rules for components is just like okay tell me more well it's just like comes down to personal opinion I, I feel like some of the time like it's 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 challenging to to back up the rules for components with like Logic or data or you know it's kind of like oh no it should be this way because we decided like that you know it's like I I yeah. find that like sometimes a little bit challenging and also thinking about the ripple effects of the decisions mm. that you're making so like okay well if we decide that this component has this rule how is that going to affect this component over here or how these components work together or like it's I feel like every decision opens up a new can of worms which is yeah it's it's just a very different different way to design than what I'm used to. And I I've kind of been glad that I've been more in the like shadowing role of like helping support the lead designer, Eric and, and seeing also like how he builds the components. Like I historically have been like really bad at auto layout and variants and like kind of knew what they were, but like, you know, whatever didn't really make an effort to really use
1: them properly. Didn't need to make an
0: effort. Yeah. I didn't yeah. need to make an effort. And now I, like a, a month or two ago, I was having to build components and I was like, wait, how do I do this? Like I, there's different ways I could set up these variants. Like what's the most logical best way. And so just being able to like pair with Eric and like, he talked me through his process and like how he makes decisions behind even the naming of the elements mm-hmm. in the components and like, I don't know, it's it's so interesting and was a real learning
1: experience for me. Uh, so yeah, that's been really fun. This is all sounding and feeling like really familiar for me, honestly. <laughs> but like, I've felt when I've been getting in there and, and making components, there's just so many little micro decisions that you need to make. Yes. Like, are we gonna use the long arrow icon or the short arrow icon?
0: Yeah, and why? Because you need to have rationale yeah. for every single decision, yeah.
1: Yeah. And like, honestly, I'm like, I like how the long one looks. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do that one. Like there is times that I do that as creative director. Where I'm like, no, no, no. I just want it to be this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A couple, a couple of examples of that that come to mind for me is we've been trying to decide like, okay, if we have multiple list items, like uh, row components, basically in a list, mm-hmm. they each have a divider between them. But should the yep. should the last component at the end of the list Ooh. also have a divider? You know, something really small like that. Or we've also been talking about. Wait, what I'll, did you decide? We. <laughs> We decided, we decided no to not have a divider, but I actually think it's coming okay. back because now it's causing issues in other parts of the okay. app. Okay. And then another one was, should we have chevrons on row components if they're tappable? Like if you can tap into it to, to be taken to a new screen, we were like, no, no chevrons. It's too busy, too cluttery. But then someone was like, I can't tell that these are tappable. Like, mm. so things like that have been just a lot of back and
1: forth of like, should we, should we not? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Actually, so what you hit on there is something that I've been experiencing and I, I'm curious how this worked for you because you were like working on the system, whereas I'm kind of working on the system as well as using the system at the same time. Yeah, right. Um, and there'll be times where I set up a component and then the next day or the next week, I go to use it in a layout and I'm like, Ugh, it doesn't work. <laughs> this is not what I want. <laughs> this is not what I need. This is, Interesting. Well, I need to make a change to this. And so I don't realize that though until I'm actually trying to use it. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. Um, so how did that go for you? Because yep, are you getting feedback constantly from the yep. designers? Are they the ones coming to you saying, "Oh"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so we did uh,
0: rebuild, redesign all of our screens using the new design system. Yeah. So that that was a really helpful exercise. So we did do that. And that was something you and Eric were doing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, at least all the core screens that um, didn't really have an owner or were like top level kind of platform screens. And then we had uh, like one-on-one like working, workshopping sessions with each designer one-on-one and we would help them rebuild their screens for their flows and their experiences and their features using the new design system. So we sat down and we did that together and that was so helpful. And it was like, it was, we were just trying different things. Like, what if we use this component for this kind of thing? Oh, that's not really working. What about this component? Oh, that's also not working. Okay, so maybe we need to support something else. So that was really, really helpful to have these working sessions with, with each designer for their team. And so we did that. Uh, and then now designers are like designing net new screens and experiences as they're working on their projects. And yeah, sometimes they're coming back to us being like, what components should I use? Or like, this isn't working well, or should I be using this or this? And so it is a lot of like getting that feedback from the designers that are building their experiences uh, and yeah, taking those into consideration, having conversations about it, making decisions. Um, so yeah, a lot of collaboration.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it makes, makes a lot of sense. i found myself, as I've been using components and realizing that, ah, no, I think this needs to change. Like the most recent one I hit, I think just yesterday, was I dragged in our component that's basically like text with a little arrow. So it's like yep, a, yep. a super, a more of a subtle CTA than a button. yeah um, And I dragged it in and the default is green and we always use them as blue primarily. Um, we might need other colors in other places, but um, normally they're blue. But David had put green first because buttons are normally green first. So it made sense to like keep the colors in the same order. But then I was like, oh no, I just want to be able to drag this in and use it straight away. So I yeah. think that we should like change the the color order for this thing. Yeah. Um, where it's kind of like breaking the pattern actually is a better pattern to be in. If that makes sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. It's it's not always about like consistency, but it's about efficiency, I think. Right. Yeah. And like, yep. Yeah. How, how can we, 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 build this component in the most efficient way rather than caring about because it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be consistent with the other components because they're not always like used together right that's not how we use Mm. a design system so i i think it's more about efficiency than
1: keeping things consistent Okay, that's good. I feel a little bit validated. <laughs> I'm really curious to hear more about the shipping side of this project. What did it mean to ship a design system? Because as I hear you talk about pairing with the other designers yeah. and helping them rebuild their screens, yeah. um, that to me feels like a very early phase of shipping in a way, right? Yeah. Like that's putting the design system into use for the internal stakeholders. Right. Yeah. And then actually shipping it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we had these working sessions where we basically redesigned all of the screens of the app into the new design mm-hmm. system, uh, and then our design platform team um, would like sort of update uh, the like the visual refresh I was talking about earlier, sort of updating the components to to match the new design style. To look like it. Yep. Yeah, and then we also owned plat- any platform level screens, which are usually like top level screens in the app. So we were responsible for those and updated those and then individual teams were responsible for their own experiences and flows. Any like specific feature that a specific team owned, as a design team, we made sure that we sort of checked off on the the design of what it's gonna look like and like then the use
1: of the components. Yeah, yeah, the
0: use of the components and then it was up to that team to like build and QA and, and sort of um, actually implement it. So yeah, that was kind of how the work was split, I guess. And then we did a lot of employee rollouts. So like for me, my app has been in the new style since like February or March or something. Early adopter March? Yeah, (laughs) even though it just got launched now in June. So internally, a lot of people have been using it and giving us a lot of feedback. There was a lot of bugs uh things like that so we were definitely doing a lot of internal testing for a while before it was ready to sort of be publicly shipped
1: yeah right so if like technically it was like the first version was done many months before it really shipped but it needed that time for qa and like finessing
0: and it it was interesting because and actually i don't know if this was the right approach but the engineering team would, as they were making these visual refreshes, they would kind of do these incremental, like internally ship these really incremental changes. And so Mm -hmm. the app would look pretty whack a lot of the time because, for for example, they were, let's say a CTA button, um, the color, the size and the text was changing, let's say. So they would like change the color and then they would like ship that internally. And so you would have this like in-between state where like the color Mm. was different, but it was still like, the wrong font and the wrong size. Right. And right. so like the changes were so incremental that the app just honestly looked terrible for a little while because <laughs> engineering was like incrementally changing things. Um, and I feel, I, I don't know, I guess for engineering it was probably efficient to do it that way. I feel like for me it, it was sometimes frustrating cause I wouldn't know if like, oh, is this the finished state? Cause it looks really broken. Right. Like should I report this as a bug or like, is it something mm. they're just still working on and haven't shipped the final iteration yet? So yeah, there was it was an interesting approach to it.
1: Well, yeah, actually that's something else that I'd be curious to hear from you is how you QA'd things. This is something we're just starting to do yeah. with our design system. Um, Cause previously we would design and build pages and obviously we would use the same visual language across pages so it wasn't like I was starting completely from scratch each time. Um, or like Corey was building from scratch each time he'd use similar classes and things, but we were building and QAing a whole page, not a piece of a page. So now obviously we're getting to a component level and we want to start reviewing and QAing components um, by themselves before we put them into pages. So yeah, what what was your process for that? Were you always seeing it within the app?
0: Yes, always seeing it within the app. Yeah, so we would have weekly like demo QA sessions it would be like okay we're QAing the watch list component whatever Um, and so that's all we would QA like just that in isolation Uh, so yeah it was quite granular looking at the sort of either like individual components but you were seeing the other UI around it right like you're, you're QAing the watch list yeah sometimes yes so it was like specifically we're looking at either this like element of a component or like a collection of components that like make up a whatever mother component (laughs) i don't know whatever uh so yes it was in isolation and sometimes wrapped around like broken ui but like oh we're just qaing this uh we also had you know obviously a slack channel people could report things uh and engineers would like triage those in like a spreadsheet and like who reported this the status of it uh prioritize those as well because it ended up being a list of like 200 things like 200 bugs so uh yeah there was a lot of like ruthless prioritization and sizing and scoping as well so
1: yeah that's kind of how we did it yeah we're starting to use storybook i think it's called yes That connects into a React library, and mm. um, I just saw on Friday Corey like shipped a button component to it, and I can like click and see the blue version and the yellow version. Yeah, nice. And like see if it has an icon or not. Yeah. So I'm really nerdily excited about that SL awesome. like process going forward.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's really great. Yeah, we have on on the side of all of this, we have a North Star project going on for designs for our design system, which is uh basically documentation because we Mm. historically have had no documentation and so for this new design system documentation is really important for us and we we want to put a lot of effort into that so it's 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 a parallel project that's going on as well to make sure that we have really rigorous documentation for our new design system so that's still a
1: work in progress Yeah, which that's interesting as well um, to hear that you're like, no, 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 let's get the new visuals out there and let's start using it. And yeah, we might have some decisions be made wrong to start with, but we can like have a conversation rather than being like, no, 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 we have to get all the documentation perfect first before we can do anything.
0: (laughs) I mean, ideally, yes, you would do that. But I feel like it's very difficult because it's hard to document without like, actually using it in practice like Mm -hmm. i feel like you like you were talking about earlier like you do kind of need to use it to learn what's not working or like the the constructs that you need to come up with in order to use it appropriately so we have started documenting some of them uh like just with our own like putting our own sort of best guess out there but we are relying we're going to be relying a lot on our designers who are using the system to like help us help inform like what we should be documenting based on the questions that they're asking so yeah it's a work in progress
1: yeah and sometimes you don't know that something's the wrong way for it to be used until you see it exactly you are like, <laughs> like no uh so yes we're
0: working on it
1: cool well I'm sure that's something that we will get to hear updates on as you continue working on it you know and uh reach new phases but this has been fun to talk about thanks for everything you've shared and um it honestly just makes me excited to keep working on our design system as well
0: yeah (laughs) yeah um yes it's 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 a mammoth project to redo your design system uh but it's, it's very rewarding as well. So it's, uh, I, I'm sure you'll get there and it's all worth it once you see people using it.
1: And how about whenever we ship ours, we can do a V2 of this topic Let's, and will talk to you about how we shipped yes, it. Yes, <laughs> I would love to learn. That would be fun. Well, fam, in the meantime, where can people go for more episodes of Design Life?
0: You can go to designlife.fm. You can also find us on Twitter at FM, And if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, you can email us in, hello at Design Life.
1: Yes, even if your topic is like something more granular to do with design systems, I'm keen to continue nerding out over this. So yeah, let us know what's on your mind, what challenges you're facing at the moment in your career and your craft. We'd love to help you with it. Yeah, thanks for listening everyone and good chat fam. See you next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye.